Bites. <laughs> presented by Salty Mermaid. It's my turn to talk. I censored myself. Did you catch that? Did you? I, I don't know what happens in the opening seconds. I did. I didn't say the, say the f word because oh. I almost felt like I was I was scared, like I wasn't supposed to. What? Uh-huh. I don't know. It's so weird. <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, mom. Back, I know. <laughs> and, like we say so much terrible things. Terrible things. Well, you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, Anyways. I, I don't want to redo it. So we're just going to go with the censored version. Uh, the rest of the show will not <laughs> the be censored. censored version. Sorry <laughs> about the that. Record. Sorry about that, guys. If you're offended that I censored yeah, that. Yeah. So welcome to the show. And uh, if you have been listening regular, regularly. There it is. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of weird episodes, last week was different. Yeah. We, uh, we had Adam and I switch places. What'd you think about that, Anonymous Adam? I was there. You were there. It you was, existed. I was not there. That is what's I funny. Won. It <laughs> was him and his large penis monkey. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, at the end of that one, I had Utilities. to disappear because uh, mom life. And so the pressure is on me to name a winner from last one's last week's, right? Yeah. We tried to. What we did is um, we went upstairs with her counterpart, not R2D2, but Bastion. And. <laughs> Our toddler. We tried to give her <laughs> any, any information that um, that she may have missed. What they're really saying is that they basically spent all week long yelling at me about which one of them should be a winner. And I really want to say no one won because that was annoying. Like every day was like, but remember this? But remember this? I mean, you could always call it a draw if you wanted to. And we could always do a rematch in the future if you wanted. I mean, you're the judge. I, I don't make the rules here. Yeah, you could do that like on the show and then off the show you could tell me that I won. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. if you want to lie to him, that's fine. Um, that's fine too. Yeah. I tell you what I'm going to do is I kind of like the idea of a rematch, but I'm still going to name a winner. A winner. A winner. A winner. A winner. You know what? I haven't even done my regular stuff this morning. It's, it's not even fucking morning afternoon. Hi guys who are listening to the show. Please don't go away. We're still in the <laughs> intro part. Yep. We, we are. are almost three minutes deep of your I, intro. I am. Oh, it's been a weird day. Um, okay. What the fuck is what the what? See, now you get me censoring myself. Shit. What? You didn't censor yourself then, did you, <laughs> what? little lady? The fuck is what the fuck fights? It's a competition. Normally, it's Chase and I competing to see who can come up with the weirdest shit on the internet with a simple theme. Last week, it was Adam and Chase who competed, and I was supposed to be the ref, which was harder than I thought. And I'll be honest, it was really hard for me to make a decision on this. But this is my reasoning. Oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Wow. She's bringing logic into this shit. <laughs> it's not really. It's actually annoyingly illogical and y'all going to hate me for this. But here's Great. the truth. Last week when y'all were doing the Egyptian stuff, I got hung up on two major things. I will say, Chase, the creation story was one of my favorites. This is her way of telling me that I'm about to lose. <laughs> oh, it's, it's like, hey, you're not that. as... It, no. As ugly as people say you are, and I just want you to know that. <laughs> okay. But <Yeah>. also, <laughs> you're like a solid six. Listen, <laughs> this is where I got stuck, is what I'm trying to explain. In my head, the creation story was probably the most epic and fascinating because it was, you know, most of those stories are pretty crazy. Right. But I got really hung up on the whole story about the um, guy that Adam talked about getting in his own coffin willingly. Like, I just couldn't <laughs> get past that. I thought it was hilarious. But the real issue I had was I cannot get past the disgusting wine story you told about the oh head crush. Really? I can't. I'm really? so I feel like I can't award that. It was so gross yeah, she and it was, ruined my thing. It, it was hard to have a guy <laughs> press a head, but she was all for the monkey with a giant cock. No, I didn't bring that ship. up at all. Okay, anyway, moving on. Adam, I'm gonna announce you as the winner. Hooray! Well, you don't want me as a judge because you're not gonna win. <laughs> Is that loud I don't enough? care if you Sorry. have the best stories, you're done. <laughs> 
you're done and you're dead to me. Okay, well, wow. Today's episode is going to be a lot of fun. I didn't um, think you want to. Uh, he he was going to win last week, and that was in you didn't. And then failure. right. You're this confused is a terrible way to start the show. I love it. <laughs> My favorite. Yeah. Why, why don't you stop thinking about yourself and think about Adam? Who just won here. He's excited. <laughs> who got his first one? I'm going to go upstairs now. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess um, on that note, we should probably get into the actual episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, that's my cue. Now yeah, it's time for the weigh-in. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the weigh-in. Uh, this week's theme is origins of weird fucking idioms and weird. old sayings and where they fucking come from, right? Yep. That, I the, the stories are, as you can imagine, surprisingly short. However, mm-hmm. I... I really wasn't paying attention to all the bullshit I was saying over the years and had no idea <laughs> what true. it meant. Because oh, you say yeah, these sayings yeah. all the time. Yeah. You all know what, the time. You know what they mean in that context, but when you really break down, like, like how did that originate? What the hell does that mean? Where did mm-hmm. the hell did that come from? Yeah. Um, so it was interesting. Oh, great. Okay. Well, uh, Jen, what do you got for idioms? Idiot. I'm going to talk about the phrase cold turkey. Oh. And what it meant uh, long before it was used for things like, you know, stopping drugs, oh. <laughs> stopping usage what? of terrible things. Yeah. Sure. Um, and I'm also going to talk about things like beat around the bush, cat got your tongue. Um, and then there was one really strange one. Let me scroll down here to my handy dandy little list. Um, this one is piece of cake was the hmm. most complicated answer I got for an origin because I thought it would be something simple like a piece of <laughs> cake. But uh, it has some slightly terrible origins. Oh, like pie. Yes. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, and among others, I'm going to talk about the um, one that doesn't have a clear answer. Clear answer, but the theories are pretty fucked up. Pull your leg. When people oh. say, like, I'm just pulling your leg. Yeah. Yeah, it's not actually fun. So <laughs> there's eat that. Eat your leg. <laughs> <laughs> you know, anyway. Great. So, uh, yeah, what you got, Chase? Um, I've got a ton in the arsenal. I was afraid that these might go fast, so I prepared to yeah, bring I have like a, lot 15. To, a lot to the mm-hmm. table. So maybe I'll just start listing off uh, some of the ones that I have. I got cats out of the bag. Mm. Um, that'll cost you an arm and a leg. Oh. Bite the bullet. Oh, turn cool. a blind eye. Spill the beans. <laughs> Wait, is that from the Office episode? It is not. Okay. This is Origins. <laughs> we don't talk about that episode. <laughs> Got it in the bag, stealing someone's thunder. Ooh. White elephant, which is surprisingly mean. Oh. Close, <laughs> but no cigar. Mm. 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 Man, blood is thicker than water, you say? <laughs> ah, break the ice. Bury the hatchet. Skeletor. Caught <laughs> <laughs> red-handed, which is surprisingly exactly as it sounds. Blood. And, ooh, I like this one. Skeleton in the closet. Oh. oh, mad as a hatter. Okay, oh. I want to know that one. Yes, burning ears. Burning what? Bottoms up. Burning ears. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know burning how ears you is burn another one. You know, one I didn't list it because some of the ones I was really excited to learn the origin from. Read the origin story and said, "Fuck this! This is so <laughs> stupid <laughs> that that I'm not going to bring it." Like, uh, this is an example when pigs fly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so lame, man. Yeah. I'm not going to promise all these are going to be the most inter- entertaining, but I will say you're going to catch yourself saying a lot of this crap in the future, and you're going to say, holy crap, I now know what that means. Mm-hmm. Or you'll say, holy shit, because Chase is on this thing right now where he's I saying just, crap just and censoring himself. Crap. No, the censor, I didn't say a word at all. Oh. I said, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like a total rook. 
Okay. All right. Let's get gotta, the show on the road. Yes. Gotta be there. Okay. <laughs> I, I got to do the announcements now. Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main event. Woo! To my left, looking shifty and currently giving me the stink eyes, oh, is yeah. someone who isn't afraid of getting his hands dirty. Ew. His motto is eat ass, cut grass, and give <laughs> sass. <laughs> It's I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. I feel like you know more about him than me sometimes, and it's alarming. <laughs> well, he did say you'd ask, so yeah. maybe he knows more about you. <laughs> I'm just joking. We don't do that. And to my right, exists a being with the incredible ability to borrow $20. <laughs> Awkwardly and deliberately avoiding eye contact in the people who owe me $20 corner, it's Jane. I would like to say I avoid eye contact even if I don't owe you money. <laughs> AKA pay up. <laughs> it's even worse when she does. <laughs> Ring the bell. Let's get the show on the road. Since Adam is our winner, uh, I guess Jen, as normal, goes first? Or what do we do? Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go first because I'm the only lady in this place. Gross. Actually, you know what I'm realizing? I think this episode feels so weird is because we had our first guest not too long ago and that threw off our normal rhythm. And then Adam and I switched places. So it's like, it's a weird... We're, I don't know, having yeah. to get back into our stalling, new... Stalling, stalling, stalling. <laughs> okay, all right. There yeah, I, I need a win, so I'm coming in hard. Oh, so, I mean hot. Shit. Ah, why did I say that? <laughs> Cut your butthole. <laughs> so gross. Can you both stop? All right, no. here we go. Oh, my God. Okay, so the first one we're going to talk about is cold turkey. And this is one of the few ones that had um, several thoughts on where it originated. Some of them are really straightforward. This one had like like seven different theories. But we're not going to go over all of those. We're going to talk about the possibility that it means um, suddenly or without preparation in the same way cold turkey would be like not heated up or prepared mm. like like mm. an actual meal. Yes, so like yes. stopping it suddenly, cold turkey. Um, but they say another option is that it comes from, I don't know, this one is kind of stupid. The term may derive from the cold, clammy feel of the skin during withdrawal, like oh, a turkey yeah. has been refrigerated. Oh, but clammy the, turkey. I know. The argument <laughs> with that is that the phrase cold turkey was used before it was associated with, like, addiction. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I quit cigarettes, cold turkey, or heroin, or Is that, like, a, the alternative to, like, jive turkey? You got cold turkey? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I like jive turkey way better. Okay. Yeah. Um, then, let's see. I think this is probably the most um, accurate is they say that it's actually kind of birthed from two different phrases. For example, there was a time when people would say talk turkey. Have you heard that phrase? No. Want to talk turkey, boy? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, like that. it was back like the 1800s, but it means like speak plainly. I don't know. Mm. That's I probably should look up the word. Gobble, gobble. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like a turkey. Gobble, gobble, you say. Gobble, mm. gobble. Um, so it would be turkey would be to speak plainly like talk turkey and then cold was added because it was like, you know, people say the cold, hard truth, like the straightforward. So <laughs> cold, cold, hard turkey. <laughs> cold turkey. <laughs> Give me the cold, hard turkey. Okay. In an alternate I mean, universe. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I guess that's the best. One of those three is the best that I've got. And I'm thinking it's probably the last ones you stop, you know, the whole Jesus Christ. I can't talk. Cold mm. turkey means to stop abruptly doing something. Do I keep going? I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> put me to sleep. I like watching you spiral. It's so rude. <laughs> That's the problem. Once I start like that, then my eyes get big and I'm like panicking. Look, you're the one who can tap out. Deer in headlights. <laughs> you can stop when you okay, want. Okay, but if we're... Uh, I, I guess counting down. My question is, should I do a couple back to back or should we just go and do short? Just do little? back and forth. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, right. I mean, Chase I would named love, like I would love to kind of like so. break up the monotony of whatever gonna, that was. I'm gonna start stop my round cold turkey. <laughs> uh, great, she, great. She, brought it back, she brought it back around. All right, probably. there it is. Can I, can I go back to it? I hope that wasn't your best one. <laughs> oh my god. All right, so I'm gonna go now. <laughs> it, it great. Was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, so. <laughs> Mine is, the first one I'm going to come out with is a skeleton in the closet. Okay. So, the meaning, if I'm going to just say the meanings of these, not assuming that everybody knows, so we'll just pretend some people don't, and they'll be like, oh, cool, I never knew. Yeah, right. I know. I don't, I'm not going to assume. I don't want to play the assumption game. So, the meaning is obviously a secret of an embarrassing, guilty, or shameful nature um, that you don't want to disclose. So, like, oh, I bet Adam guy's hiding skeletons in his closet. So, yeah. like, what secrets is he holding from us? You have to say it in that voice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're whispering to a friend. You wouldn't say that out loud to right. his face because he looks like he might kill you. Right? right? right. So, behind his, behind his face. You join the skeleton. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> so, this is actually pretty cool. Um, they say, like, this phrase has a quite a, a horrible history. I don't think so. I think it's pretty unique. So, this originated in the UK and England, all right? Mm-hmm. Before Parliament passed a bill in 1832, they wouldn't allow doctors and people in the practice to actually dissect human bodies for research. Oh, they only I al- didn't know that. They only allowed them to use animals, and they sometimes would allow them to use the bodies of... Um, let's just say victims, murderers, people they killed. And they did a lot of killing of people mm-hmm. back then. Mm-hmm. So they're like, all right, well, we cut Bill's head off, so you can explore, <laughs> I guess. His family doesn't care. I, Go look I remember at reading about how doctors back in the day would dig up cadavers to practice. Yes, which is yeah. what this is coming for. That oh. era of di- digging up this, these cadavers was actually called the body snatcher era. Oh, really? Because oftentimes people would dig these bodies up without permission Mm. and they would steal them because in the name of science, they wanted to do a little research. That's legal. Yeah. So it was kind of cool that it was like the body snatcher era. I mean, we kind of appreciate Mm. them doing it. Yeah. So what would happen is, is they would bring these cadavers into their buildings and they would use them to teach in front of their classes and they couldn't just like you can imagine this is against the law, so you can't just be digging up bodies and disposing of them all willy-nilly, yeah. right? So I, I don't know if it was like a code for the people that were in on this, mm-hmm. but they would bring the body out and they would like, you know, do their ex- experiments on them. And then they would hide them in their in their closets. Hmm. In England, it's actually, they don't say skeletons in the, in the closet. They actually say skeletons in the cupboard. Oh. But... There's oftentimes, too, that like maybe the police or people would hear rumors of, hey, I heard old Michael James over there at that university mm-hmm. has got a dead body in his room. And yeah. they'd be like, well, let's go find out. And they would raid these places looking for dead bodies. And that's what they say. They would often hide the bodies in, in a very hidden location in the closets so that they right. wouldn't be discovered next to the sweaters. But everybody knew right. that. <coughs> so that's, in the closet. So, so that's, that's where the term a skeleton in the closet comes from. Well, that is not what I was expecting. That's actually a it's lot more interesting. It's pretty freaking cool. I mean, I thought it was going to be more about like, you know, a murderer and less about doctors hiding no, bodies. It's them in the name of huh. science trying to study bodies. And before 1832, hiding, hiding, essentially, I'm sure, as gross as it sounds, they also said that... Uh, 
a uh, closet was the best place to keep the smell and stuff away. Because these bodies are obviously deteriorating, which I would assume would also (laughs) eventually deteriorate into, you guessed it, ladies and gentlemen, a skeleton. Yeah, but I also want to know, like, if they can find the courage under darkness or whatever to go dig up the bodies, then why the fuck wouldn't you just return them? Like, why keep it in your closet? Listen, I wasn't (laughs) friends with Michael James. I (laughs) I don't know what they did with them. I would assume they would they probably either disposed of them in a secret manner or they may have went and put them back for all mm-hmm. I know. I mean they were doing this against the law, so Yeah. Don't want to lose your practicing license. Pretty crazy stuff. Just, just like a string of houses in the UK with closets with strange stains in them. <laughs> <laughs> skeletons in the cupboard. Ooh. <laughs> Good times. All right. Yeah. Jen, top skeletons. Okay. I feel like this one I'm in a better headspace now. All right. Ironically, we're going to talk about... Um, I, she got her shit together. <laughs> oh, good, good, Yes, good. but interestingly enough, I'm going to talk about the phrase, cat got your tongue. Uh-huh. Because earlier, I think it did, and it was all tangled up. It was terrible. That's Iron Nick. Ah, so, um, good old Iron Nick. All right, so there are a lot of theories on this one. And what's funny to me is that there are multiple theories, because to me, the most obvious one, like, why are we even saying that it might be something else? But... I believe the most common um, thought one, y'all are like this because last week we talked about Egyptian stuff, right? Mm. So they say that because Egyptian rulers, when you were being punished for like lying to the Pharaoh, for example, mm-hmm. did you come up with anything like this last year, last week? Oh, uh, no, last year? No. I had to leave I mean, when you were talking about the cats, anymore. but supposedly the Pharaohs would have your tongue cut off for lying and feed it to the cats. Well, oh. yeah, I did read that. There was definitely something about that in there. Yeah. So most people believe when you say cat got your tongue, they're talking about like, you know, right. you got it cut off for lying and blah, 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 which would make sense because if because the cat cats has, love tongue. Mm. Well, yeah, but I mean, if you, if how do you, you know? Because I watched Moscato eat a chipmunk today. All right. Ew. Okay. That's true. Yeah. Scott has a cat. Yeah, and she does keep killing chipmunks. Actually, I saved that. I, I'm, I was just joking for the sake of comedy. That's not funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, so funny. I, I, I saved that chipmunk. I, she was prancing behind it. It was the most <laughs> disturbing thing I'd ever seen in my life. She's playing with it, Chase. <laughs> she was, and that's why it was sad. Aww. She was like prancing behind it as it was like running with what life it had left in Aww. it, and it jumped into a very thick patch of grass. And then I was like, Moscato, no. And I stopped her and the grass was thick and there was a lot of leaves and stuff in there. And I mm. thought, okay, I think, and I, I even like, like punched the grass. I was punching okay. it. And I was like, okay, I don't see him moving around. Like he or she has a good hiding punching spot. Punching the grass. Yeah. So, and then while I was moving some stuff around the car, um, I made sure Moscato didn't go back because I am this patron saint of chipmunks. Oh yeah. Nice. Remember, remember when Jennifer was talking? Yeah. Let's go back to that. There was that time. Oh, okay. But you know what? Actually, on that subject, our cat brought a chipmunk, a dead chipmunk to the back porch, which is supposed to be a gift for us. And we were like trying to discreetly remove it. And Chase was like, I didn't want to hurt her feelings. So he was trying to get rid of it quietly. But then I guess she caught on and she didn't get the hint the right way because then she just started leaving it on the front porch. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, master. (laughs) My bad. Yeah. But anyway, back to cats. I think that's probably the most logical Reasoning for that um, phrase, cat got your tongue. But there is another theory that because a whip called the cat of nine tails, have y'all heard of this? I did. <clears throat> I have heard of this. Was used for flogging, um, that the pain was so severe it caused the victim to stay quiet for a long time. And so people suggest that it could have been cat got your tongue because once you've been, 
you know, beaten up with a cat of nine tails, you might not talk for a bit. So I guess that could work, but it feels a lot less likely. Let's taunt the person who's being whipped. <laughs> you know, you know, what? What's wrong? <laughs> White man tradition back yeah, in the day. So good times. Yeah, back to you. I will use that to segue into my next one, also <laughs> dealing with cats, <laughs> and also a small segue uh, <laughs> to what you just said. Cats out of the bag. Um, oh, yeah. So I'll use the less um, theorized version, which is segueing off your, your cats of nine tails. Is that what it's called? Say it again. Uh, cat got your tongue? No. The, the nine of yes. tails. tails. Cat, cat. o' nine tails. Cat o' nine tails. <clears throat> there was theory that before they whipped them, they would pull this out of a bag, and that's oh. why cats out of the bag. Really? Yeah, but that's not the fun one. <clears throat> oh, that's the less. That's a stupid one. Yeah, right. It's <clears throat> weird that they would like put so much. They're like, well, it could, have, it could have been this, and then they were like, no, 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 no. This is what it's really for. This is what they had to entertain themselves. I imagine not like it, Discovery Channel. I always imagined that this one originated for something terrible, like you know, little bratty kids who like catch cats and put them in a bag, and then they lie about it, and then their mom's like, ha ha, the cat's out of the bag. I knew it. Right. What? <laughs> All right, so okay. uh, second version of cats out of the bag. Okay. <laughs> so, like, let's just say little hoodlums, little scallywags, See? would go to um, the markets and they would they would pretend to be merchants. Um, okay. <laughs> no, it gets better. So these guys would oftentimes pretend to be merchants of little piglets, and they're like, "Hey, get your little piglets, oh get your God. piglet." And um, the people are like, I would love to have a little piglet. And like, okay, here is your piglet. So because um, putting a piglet in a bag was easier for them to carry because like piglets squirm, I'm sure. Like, me, 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 me. Trying to get out of your arms. They're like, all right, we're going to bag up your piglet. And here's your piglet. Good day, sir. Piglets, um, like I'm sure most animals, you know, back then were probably like, you know, they probably brought a pretty penny, probably expensive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, whatever reason, a friend, bacon, whatever. Piglets were probably expensive. So what they would do is these little tricksters. Oh my God. They would, instead of putting the piglet in the bag, they'd put a, (laughs) a street cat in the bag. This is terrible for so many They'd put a street cat in the bag and they wouldn't check the bag. Like, thanks for the piglet. And they'd go home (laughs) to open the bag to only found out that they had a street cat in the bag. And by then, the merchant, the little hoodlum trickster, would be like, ha-ha! And he would have already left the market. So they were they were getting sales mm-hmm. off these expensive piglets. Right. And they were stuffing street cats in the bag. That's why it's like, cats out of the bag, I, sucker. Wow. That's not a piglet. That's a cat. So okay. now I have this image of how we talked about the ancient Egyptians, like, literally treating cats as gods. And then, meanwhile, we're like, cats are cheap. Let's put a Let's put a cat in well, there. I mean, of a cats are probably back then less expensive than I, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. But, but yeah, I it's can pretty see. Pretty fucked up. I like to you imagine. Know, oh, how the mighty shall fall! <laughs> just one guy's got like a pin outside full of cats. Just look at look at all my pigs. Got the harvest. This is my calico pig. I also kept thinking about so many of these so many of these phrases where I was like. I imagine that some of these are because it happened frequently. For example, the cat having um, the tongue. Like if that was a common thing where they cut off people's tongues, okay. But what if there was like literally one time this guy one time put a cat in a bag instead of a piglet? And he's like, I did that one time. Your story will live on forever. <laughs> Two centuries later. <laughs> right. And no one will shut up about it. Okay. It's terrible. <clears throat> All right. All right. That was terrible. All right. Let's talk about beat around the bush. Oh, 
All right. It's Gross. dumb. It's really straightforward and dumb. All right. <laughs> okay. what it is. So apparently when um, hunters, I think it was specifically for a type of was it bird pheasants? hunt or something. And maybe they would have um, the servants go and like beat the bush to keep the, <laughs> to keep <laughs> the birds out of it so that it would make it easier for them to shoot the bird. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Get out of that bush there, bird. You're the one I'm hunting. So today. when you say don't beat around the bush, it's like not necessary. Let's beat just get that bush, boy. straight to the hunt. Right. All right. Uh, what? What? All right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm on another page. Don't worry about it. Okay. Wait. Oh. Yeah. He was there at the beginning <laughs> no. and he's there at the end. I'm a pure minded person. I uh, had no idea. You're talking about hunting pheasants. <laughs> you're talking about hunting cats. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I've got mad as a hatter. Yes. Um, this is interesting because oftentimes when people, A, I would theorize this might be used more in other countries. Like, yo, it's as mad as a hatter. That's how I, I don't wow. know that's true. Yeah, is in me. other countries where they talk about You've that. seen yeah. a movie. This is me assuming because <laughs> okay. I don't hear this. As, have you all heard this often, let's say, in the States? I don't. I mean, I always no. associate it with Alice in Wonderland. Thank you for that. So yeah. perfect. So that's what we, uh, I guess, in America. Yeah. I was just assuming that maybe this originated somewhere else. Everyone's like, oh, Mad as a Hatter. Um, the Mad Hatter in Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, to be fair, when you hopefully this won't disrupt what you're going with. But I always thought as a kid that Hatter was a crazy person. It took me like being an adult to realize, oh, what was a hatter? Why was a hatter a crazy person? Because I always thought mad hatter. So I didn't know what a hatter was. I just thought, oh, they're a crazy person. You would be sort of actually correct. And I will give you the reason why. Okay. So not actually tied to um, Alice in Wonderland. That just gave it more notoriety. Like, ah, the mad hatter. (laughs) Right. So (laughs) so check this out. Um, Mercury poisoning. Oh, is uh, <laughs> is not, also not popularly known as the Mad Hatter's disease. Oh. So in the late 17th and 18th century, mercury nitrate was used as a component in making hats. So the result of which was that a person, if they end up catching the mercury poisoning, would start trembling and sometimes resembled an insane person. Um, because uh, it also started... It started off with people start trembling, and then eventually, as it continued to progress, um, these people would also start um, having very antisocial behavior. <laughs> they would experience uh, signs of aggressiveness and mood swings. Oh my god! I'm a while mad while doing their trembling. Um, what was what was kind of cool was that while I was researching this, they said this often happened to people that were wearing these hats often. And this time of century, right? Because hats, remember, if you think back, like hats were the thing, right? right? Mm-hmm. Yes. To your credit, someone corrected someone who wrote an article and said, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Listen to the phrase. It's called mad as a hatter. The people weren't often the ones that were the like turning into these aggressive, antisocial, mood swinging people. Mm-hmm. It was the hatters because they were the ones dealing with the mercury nitrate every oh. single day. So oftentimes the hatters... The ones who made the hats because they oh. were in constant contact so with the mercury. So a hatter is a person making hats. They hat. were the ones that were going crazy often yeah. and portraying the very crazy uh, mood swinging behavior mm. because of the poisoning. Mad oh. as a hatter. So yes, a hatter is a person who made hats. Yeah. I'm a hatter. Uh-huh. 
How did we survive as a species? I don't know. Uh, they stopped wearing hats, I hear. We're a bunch of toddlers. <laughs> You're wearing a, both of you are wearing hats. Yeah, right but now. not mercury nitrate hats. <laughs> Get a clue. I checked the tag. I was born with this. Thank you very much. <laughs> this is polylycon. Thank you not to point it out. Oh, my God. 100% cotton. <laughs> Okay, I would like to take a moment to acknowledge that um, Chase is kicking my ass because I keep scrolling through mine. I'm like, dumb, dumb. <laughs> um, no, that's my job. I don't want this to count as mine because it's dumb. <laughs> but uh, I want to talk about it because it's kind of related to yours. Um, have you heard of the phrase at the drop of a hat? Yes. Right? So apparently yes. um, in the 19th century, it was the practice in the United States to signal the start of a fight or a race by dropping a hat or signaling it down. We've seen like the shows and stuff where they kind of like yes. dip down on their hat. So at the drop of a hat. Kind of like, like um, uh, Greece when she throws the ribbon. Yes. Yeah. That'd be kind just of, like yeah, that. It's just yeah. like Greece when she's in with the ribbon. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> she said it's a hat. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Picture she threw a hat. Yeah. Because favorite, it was full of mercury. Favorite movie. <clears throat> so the one I'm actually going to talk Have about. Have you not seen Greece? Shut up. Okay. I've seen it Wait. like eight times today. I used to watch it. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> I was just watching Greece when you knocked you on interrupted my door. me. <laughs> True story. I used to watch it with my friend every single weekend for a year. We watched it all weekend for a single year. Don't yeah. ask me why. That's interesting. I did that with the SpongeBob movie. Anyway, moving on. Okay. So <laughs> the phrase is feeling under the weather. I thought this was unexpected and interesting. <laughs> Everyone's feeling under the weather. <laughs> <laughs> That's None of us were sort above of the accurate. Weather. Right. I never um, understood this one, and for good reason. So I guess I thought it had something to do with, I don't know, bad weather making you have a cold or something that was like, don't play in the rain, you might get sick. So I guess I kind of assumed it was something like I, that. I thought of it like a romance novel. Like, I'm feeling under the weather. <laughs> what? Oh, no. Okay. Different? Definitely different. Okay. So back in the disease-ridden days, um, back on sailing ships. <laughs> Meanwhile, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so back in the day when they had a lot of sailors who were sick, oftentimes the number of sailors who were sick exceeded the space on the page where you could write down. So, um, and I guess they, I don't, I guess they had to keep record of every person who was like, called in sick today, Bob again. <laughs> um, so if they didn't have room for that space, they would go to the page that was about keeping track with the weather and they would write the names there. And so if you were feeling under the weather, it meant that your name was under the weather. <laughs> Do you get it? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I spaced out. Oh, my God. This is such a fucked up episode. Okay. I was thinking about so, my pun. Okay, stop. <laughs> so I wasn't just ignoring okay. it, but I was being an asshole. Okay, let me break it down. I'm sorry. Every time a sailor was sick, they would write down their name in the log. But oftentimes, the number of sailors who were sick, there weren't enough bases on the page Mm -hmm. so they would have to flip back to the daily weather report and write their names there so it was like an extended Uh, list so if you said oh i'm under the weather it means that your name was under the weather which meant you were sick (laughs) i'm actually glad that you you reiterated that because that was kind of interesting it is weird and random out of nowhere i like knowing the origins and now i know (laughs) now you know yeah it's cool like oh yeah they put it their name under the weather report and stick on the ship all right, back to the good shit. <laughs> What's going on, Chase? Um, <laughs> yeah, this one I won't say is like going to be like the most amazing thing, okay, but it's, you know what's interesting? It's just interesting uh, just how far we've come, but not really. Here we go. <laughs> Jen's favorite 
everything Maybe. I just said, disregard. <laughs> Jen's favorite line in uh, all the history of lines is, mm-hmm. in fact, fuck the patriarchy. <laughs> of course. All right. Now, the patriarchy is fuck bad, patriarchy. but we can also admit that the patriarchy was much, much, much worse back in the day. It's gotten better. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. So, I mean, still fuck the patriarchy. Right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the patriarchy at this time was like, I am the head of the household. I do whatever I want. I am the man of the house. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So this is the saying, close but no cigar. And it Ooh. sounds just like it is. Damn but it. The origin is kind of interesting. So you know like how we have wow. fairs and carnivals today? Mm-hmm. This isn't what I don't think. Okay, no, I, I, had a, I had a theory. Never mind. <laughs> I, I want to hear your theory, theory just for the sake too. of fun. I, I don't know. I just, this the sheer pomp pompousness of like that is basically oh you got my dinner you got my show you got oh you got everything close but no cigar oh <laughs> yeah you know what that's good i like that, that is good what about yours i was thinking okay this is where my mind goes that a woman was pretending to be a man like ha, but you didn't have a cigar so i knew and by cigar i mean <laughs> penis i thought it was a penis reference i don't know <laughs> no no penis close, reference. but no cylinder my, I made it my goal to stay away from anything penis related <laughs> for this episode that. nice um this is going to be much more simplistic but i'm that. the referee that's true <laughs> so um back in the day just like today where they have like fairs and carnivals and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Most of those games now, they target your children, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. They're the kids, they want to play. They want to turn the ducks over. They want to shoot the shit. They, <laughs> they want to do all the fun shit. And the parents are just supplying all the money. Yes. At this point in time, um, dads love their kids a lot less. <laughs> and the pe- all the people who, who ran all of these pissing contests at these, at these carnivals, all the games were targeted towards specifically men. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah, so yeah. they weren't targeting children because uh, children didn't have money and they weren't targeting women because <laughs> no money, of course. <laughs> it was the man's money. Of course. <laughs> so they specifically made games at these carnivals and shows to specifically target men into essentially pissing contests like the sledgehammer game right. that survived right. all these years. Right. Of course. And they yeah. obviously had to have prizes that were appealing to men. And mm. back in the day, much like a top hat, Cigars were a big thing. Ah. So if you won, ha-cha-cha, you got a big old fat cigar. And if you were walking around the carnival smoking it, you let all the other men know that that your bitch ass come big. Did all the things, <laughs> okay. right? So if you lost, as you no can imagine, cigar. Like, ah, close but no cigar. Ah. <laughs> ah. That is very cool. That's and I will right? stop using that phrase. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> um, Okay, actually, that was, yeah, I would have never guessed that. So That's interesting, right? I don't think you would have ever guessed any <clears throat> of these. That's fair. All right, giving someone a cold shoulder, what do you think it means? I mean, oh, we know what it means. Yeah. What do you think it originated from? Um, I passed this. I can't participate. So um, it's like when you get uh, frozen in the wasteland with your buddy, okay, and then he no, no, dies, no, right. and then he doesn't talk to you because he's dead, so he's giving <laughs> you the cold shoulder. Yeah, no, I think Adam's on to something. <laughs> I mean, sure. This is the end of the podcast. Um, you know what? You know I have one. That's actually weirdly clever compared to what I always thought. And I never thought about what I thought until I was faced with this. Okay. I thought, for, oh, this is so stupid. I always envisioned somebody walking with an umbrella and, and listen, they, they couldn't both fit. And so one of their shoulders was gold. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and so if you weren't allowed to understand. 
the umbrella, you had a well, cold shoulder. That would technically make you give <laughs> them the cold shoulder, which is if not you, how it works. Yes, because you were giving them the cold shoulder because you were like hogging the space under the umbrella and their shoulder was partly But the cold. person with the cold shoulder is wrong. <laughs> and I'm, okay. I'm, I am confusion. <laughs> okay, the origin is better. <laughs> okay. So. Also, everything you say always sounds better when, when you preface it with this is so stupid. <laughs> I mean, this is kind of stupid, but kind of makes sense. So it's um, supposedly originated in Scottish lands. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you just questioning? <laughs> because I was Scottish saying Scottish I wrote down Scottish, but then I said this unknown in. country <laughs> known as Scotland. <laughs> Scotland? I don't want to. I don't want to pronounce it wrong. Scotland, Erica. It's because I wrote down Scottish, and then I said it originated in, and I didn't want to say Scottish. I wanted this to say near in this place Scotland, Ireland. <laughs> All right. <Okay. laughs> I'm crying. I know. She really is. If y'all could I'm see her. so uncomfortable. Tears. She's red. Never, her face matches I've her never, hair, yeah. which is really pink. Oh, my God. I've never lost this bad. It's like, I keep <laughs> and I just have to keep We got to finish the episode. That's what's hard. It's like, there's no chance to come back, and I have to keep going. I've never felt so sure of myself oh in a match against you. Uh, this, is, this one is still pretty good, though. Okay. So... <laughs> Okay, when visitors would come to a house, they were supposed to be welcome with a hot meal. But if you were not welcome, you would know it because they would give you the cold shoulder of mutton. <laughs> mutton. Isn't mutton. that lamb? Yeah, yes. I think that's lamb. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if you got cold meat. So they would save you, the hot meat for the rest of the people. Yeah. <laughs> if you got it, like, oh, shit. That's, you know what, though? I like that. Yeah. Because we spend all of our lives wondering if people like us. But there is a tradition it's that was in place clear. where, like, you knew. You didn't have to wonder if Cindy Lou Who I mean, liked you or not. it's passive-aggressive, but also pretty direct. But, yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's very, like, like it's, very, mm. it's a very asshole way. Everybody else is play, steaming, like, and you're like, You're like, Brad doesn't like me. And like, what makes you say that? Well, he didn't come out and say it, but he gave me cold meat. <laughs> <laughs> so I know. Brad and his Fuck cold Brad. meat. Yeah, I know. I blew a oh wagon wheel on the way here. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Please talk somebody else. Bottoms up. Uh, you that, ready for this? Okay, that has to mean drinking, right? <laughs> it does, but no. it's so much cooler. And okay. I was, let me preface with this, um, that this is, they say this is the only known origin, but they even are like, it can't be true, but this is what is true. Oh, what was that? It's a bastion. That is a bastion. That's okay. You know what? If he's not crying, bring him down to the show. And let the people uh, hear his beautiful, sweet voice. All right. So I'm going to continue um, giving you. I've got plenty. Right. I mean, you know, that's right. fine. Go for it. And uh, but we're going to we're going to hope that Jen is going to be able to come back. Man, two, two in a row. Yeah. It's OK. The show must go on. Um, this is interesting. You ready? Mm-hmm. Bottoms up. As what? Jen stated, up. this has to mean turning up a beer. Mm-hmm. And it does. But it's cooler than that. Oh. So. During the 18th and 19th centuries in England, English Navy recruiters would um, basically incentivize men to join the military by offering them a king's shilling. If they accepted the king's shilling, 
it meant that their recruitment was consensual. Great. Right? So, haha, join. Mm-hmm. Um, the Royal Navy was always looking for ways to boost recruitment numbers. Okay? Right. Um, so, these little scoundrels, this is what they would do. They would go into bars, and remember, you have to have a king shilling mm-hmm. in order to accept the consensual agreement that you're going to join the Navy. They would go into into bars or taverns or whatever they called them, mm-hmm. and when drunk men weren't looking, they would throw the king shilling into the beer cup. And what would happen is drunk drunk McGee would drink all of his beer, see the shilling in the bottom of the cup, pull it out, hold it in the air, and they're like, "Oh, he's joining! Grab him!" Oh my god! And they would sack the motherfucker up, and he would wake up on the ship of the navy. That's pretty fucked up. I know. And the bartenders thought the same thing. So they started they started creating glasses, mm-hmm. glasses, because the mugs that so, uh, oftentimes were made of wood yeah. or like different oh. material. They yeah. started creating I never thought of clear Flagons. glasses and the bartender would say, bottoms up, so all the drunk men at the bar could check the bottom of their beers to see if a shilling was at the bottom or not, so they didn't get trapped into joining the navy. Oh my god! I literally thought bottoms it meant up. bottoms up. So bottoms in- up, me lads. Check your glasses. Make sure those tukanannies aren't trying to get you to the service. That was a lot, but I thought that it literally meant the bottom <laughs> of your glass goes up, so you're like drink it all in one. Yes, that is what it means to us. But I mean, I'm saying that straightforward would work. Bottoms uh, up, put bottoms the bottom up. up. Yeah, so the bottoms up in this case meant looking at the bottom of your beer to make <laughs> sure someone from the Navy wasn't trying to sneak a king shilling into your drink. I thought you were going to say that everybody who was drunk just choked on the coin and died. <laughs> no, it was a big coin. Oh. Big shilling. Big but, shilling. About the size of your... your Shill. Uh, Shin. Yep, that's it. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> oh. oh, hey, you're back. Jen yeah. is back. She does not have baby in arm. I'm assuming baby went back to sleep. Knock on wood. Okay. No, so you want to do that? Nope. Let's talk about um, piece of cake. So there are a lot of theories, surprisingly, about where this originated. Um, but most people will say it comes from. You know what a cakewalk is? Uh, yes, dude. <clears throat> back in my small town, cake walks. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's like musical chairs, but for yeah. cakes. So the idea is that it's easy to get a cake, and also it's fun as opposed to like going to work. So a piece of cake, yeah, compared to what you know your normal day of work would look like, getting <clears throat> something done like a cake walk would be a piece of cake. However, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know why this kept coming up or exactly um, the origin of this, but they say, and I kind of love this because. <laughs> fuck white people but (laughs) there was a time in history you know unfortunately when slavery existed and they say that this piece of cake came from that the slaves would get together and they had this game where they basically make fun of the white people dancing (laughs) you know what (laughs) (laughs) right sure it's hilarious which is something we still do today but um (laughs) so they would the couples would perform a dance imitating the mannerisms of their masters and then the most graceful couple would receive cake as a prize so i don't know exactly how that goes into the origin of the phrase piece of cake um, right because people say it's just straightforward cakewalk and that's where it came from other people say that it somehow has a tie of like kind of being like a wink wink because obviously slaves unfortunately had to be <clears throat> private in these things so it was their way of like they would say hey it's a piece of cake and it would reference like mocking something without the white people realizing they were mocking them you know what i mean so if they're having right. a bad day mm-hmm. they can say oh it's a piece of cake and that would kind of like cheer each other up as opposed to wink wink nudge yeah. nudge idiots <clears throat> yeah so that's 
Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Cool. Boom. Cool. Wow. Nice. Cool, cool. 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 I'm, going to, <laughs> I'm going to discuss white elephant. Okay. Oh. I will say this. I've used the term white elephant many, many times in reference to Christmas games. Mm-hmm. Yes. I had no idea what it meant. I didn't even think I really knew the definition. It's probably just, racist. No, I just, no. I'm just saying that they're like, well, let's play white elephant. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, well, you just yeah. get like a cheap knockoff gift and you, whatever you get, you get. I'm like, white elephant's fun. Yeah. We call we it called Naughty it, Santa too. We called it something mm-hmm. else. Um, and it took me a long time to realize that it was the same game. Yeah. They, I've heard of Naughty or, or Naughty Santa. I've heard of white elephant. I've heard something else. Gift exchange. <laughs> Secret Santa? Secret Santa. Yeah, it's not maybe. Secret Santa. Secret no, Santa's a good brand. thing. All right. So here it is. White elephant. The, the mm. meaning of white elephant, the definition is an expensive item with no use or purpose, extravagant, <laughs> impractical gift that mm. cannot be easily disposed of. Uh, I don't think we use it directly to that term <laughs> yeah. yeah, for Christmas, but there is something similar in the sense of like our interpretation is getting like little knockoff gifts like, oh, it's Linky. You mm. know, that's. Yeah, it was like stuff like that. Silly. Yes, exactly. Silly and practical fun stuff. So here's here's the origin. Pretty interesting. The phrase comes from uh, Thailand or a Siam. Um, he was also known by then, or that's what it was known by then. White or nearly white elephants were extremely prized and revered. So became the king's possession when they were discovered, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'll have the whitest of the elephants. Mm. Like albino? Um, Yes, essentially. Okay. And they even appeared on the national flag up until 1917. They were like that big of a deal to them. Legend tells us that the sacred animals were given as gifts to anyone who fell out of favor with the kings. Subsequently, this animal basically became an unwanted drain on resources because because being so sacred, they couldn't work and they couldn't um, and they could basically it would ruin the owner. Uh, because how expensive the accommodations were to keep it. Oh, so it was a gift, but not really a gift. It was not a gift at all. It was like a slap in the face, essentially, to like give a white elephant to somebody because it would basically, if they didn't have the means to take care of it, and they're so precious mm-hmm. at this time that it would essentially make them go under. But if it was given to you, it's supposed to be like a giant honor, right? Especially like, like oh, the king. Yeah, yeah the, the king gave me a white elephant. But if you don't have the means to take care of it, um, it would essentially ruin your life. Oh my cool. God. It's pretty insane, <laughs> yeah. right? It's pretty fucked. I know it was a really messed up thing to do. All right, so on the subject of animals, this is not going to be mine because it's like it's very obvious in comparison to what I... I guess I never thought about it. Have you heard the phrase, never look a gift horse in the mouth? Yes. So it's pretty straightforward what it means. It's like if someone gives you a gift, don't like question it or question the quality. The quality, yes. Because, you know, teeth are, I guess, a big part of determining the health or the age of a horse. Mm -hmm. So like if someone gave you a horse and you're like, hmm, let me look at his teeth. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you're like, you do that in your private time. I I had a completely different idea of what that meant. Okay. So my actual one. Are you ready? Mm. Yes. Pulling my leg. Mm. So what's interesting about this one is there are two main theories but both theories are heavily disputed. They're like, there's no way either one of these is correct because they're not. <clears throat> but I'm going to tell you anyway. Okay. So thieves used to pull at people's legs to trip them <laughs> and then they would rob them. <laughs> so, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Exactly. You're pulling my leg. So I can see where that one might be the case because it kind of makes sense to me. Um, but the other one is that supposedly 
there were executions to hang people. And for some reason, there were people who were assigned to jump onto their legs to oh, pull them so down. fucked up. Right? So um, that doesn't really go hand in hand with the whole theory about... Oh, I think... <laughs> all right, see... I pictured someone hanging on them to make the noose tighter. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it's so mean. Yeah, yeah that is. Oh, yeah. oh <laughs> yeah. When he said to pull them down, yeah. I was thinking of like, okay, let's get this body down. Not like to make them heavier, but now I see that's what it is. And yes, that is I didn't hear his neck break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So both of those are kind of terrible images. But if I had yeah. to pick one, I would say that the thief, thievery one would make the most sense. You I don't pull- know. They're pretty. I just like the idea neck of and neck. him just being like, eh. Just, just a tiny little tug on your pants leg, and that just means you have to give up all your shit. I mean, I would. Ah! <laughs> I've invoked a uh, pulling leg. <laughs> give me all your shit. But like, just use pulling leg. Would, How will you respond? But I mean, it's kind of Karate smart. Chop. It's like you're going over a bridge, or like you know something, and someone like you know basically what's the word? Swipes your legs or whatever, and you Swipe go down. Yeah, and then they you know take all your shit before you can get up. That mm. kind of makes. Oh, sense. sweep the leg. Yeah, yeah. Sweep the leg. Pocket right. sand. But I'm curious why no one can come up with the single reason that it like equates, you know, teasing someone. I don't know. Oh, you're pulling my leg. Yeah. <laughs> you thief. I mostly just think about <laughs> my thief. toddler constantly pulling on my I was about to say leg. maybe it's like just like a, a kid is jovial, so they're pulling your leg. That's Yeah, that's kind of how I thought it originated because, you know, kids like tug on you when they yeah. want your attention or they're being silly. Yeah, stop pulling know. my leg. But no, it could be about hanging. Oh, or yeah. Thieves. Come look. Look at this <laughs> shit. That's amazing. You're pulling my leg. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a body. Yeah, <laughs> skeleton in your closet. <laughs> Who's this? All right, we're gonna do "got it in the bag." I'm gonna say I've used this term often. I had no idea that it had a fun little history to it. Ooh. Gross. Got it in the bag. Is Adam. it a cat? Adam, it's a cat. It's not a piglet. It's in the oh. bag. Hmm. As you already know, this means um, having something as good as secured or certain. Like you, like I got this shit. Da. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, this is interesting. <clears throat> so the expression came um, from American baseball. And it dates back to the early 20th century, specifically to the old New York Giants. Um, The Giants had won 26 games in a row. This is a very difficult thing to do, especially at this time. And the baseball players um, are naturally superstitious. There's a ton of superstition involved in baseball. Rally caps. Um, you know, wearing the same jersey to every single game, right. not washing it. Special socks. Uh, yeah, exactly. So baseball is pretty big on that. Um, as they were winning games, they wanted to ensure that the streak would continue. So at the start of every game, a large bag full of baseballs to be used for the game is brought out onto the playing field. If a ball is hit into the seats as a foul or it's knocked out of the park as a home run or even if the ball just gets too dirty, it will get replaced um, by a new ball. Mm-hmm. So every ball, every game begins with 72 balls. Mm-hmm. So during their winning streak, the Giants somehow came to believe that if they were ahead in the ninth, the last inning, and someone carried the bag off the field, the Giants would, in fact, win the game. Mm-hmm. So if a game is in the bag, then it's obviously certain the Giants will win. So they're basically oh. in the ninth inning. If they're if they're leading, they take the bag off the field. I don't know why they didn't get in trouble for that, but it's basically saying they're not going to hit any home runs. Yeah. yeah, they're not going to do this. So it just became a 
I, um, I never would have guessed. I know. That. I never. And I just never always, knew that. I always I assumed it meant like I've got it in the bag. Like I've already bought it and it's in my grocery bag and I'm walking home. <laughs> like That's I've got very it in the practical. bag. I've <laughs> secured my lunch. Meat. I never would I mean, have guessed that baseball superstition. It is secured. Right. It is definitely secured. I've already bought it. Type thing. Yeah. So that's where I got it in the bag came from. Well, while your logic is logical, my logic is dumb. And I was thinking when uh, baseball was first invented, they had sacks instead of gloves before they realized gloves were better. And then they got it in the bag when they caught it with the. Oh, my God. And then I I just imagine it with nets running around (laughs) in the outfield. Just like, (laughs) I can see that. (laughs) I got it. (laughs) Butterfly nets for baseballs. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think I really only have one good one left. Oh. By good one, I mean, well, average. One, one. You have one, <laughs> one left. Um, so, okay, I, I actually don't throw this extra thing in there. Have you heard the phrase off the wall? Of course you have. Yeah. Right? Yeah, oh yeah. So, um, they say that it's either coming from, like, the sporting event, like, was it racquetball? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So, it bounces off in a weird way. It does. Right? Mm-hmm. Or that it is actually just a, a version of the phrase, um, bouncing off the wall which means crazy mm-hmm. so if you're like your kids are bouncing off the wall that would mean like they're crazy right. so if you're off the wall that means that you were it's like a it derives from the same thing mm. okay but the interesting one that i'm gonna leave y'all with is speak of the devil Ooh. 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 That phrase? Ooh. So, yeah he shall appear yes that's the full phrase is speak of the devil and he shall appear so it was actually a superstitious belief kind of like um, certain religions, you don't say God's name or you don't, you know, or if you're a Harry Potter fan, they wouldn't say, you know, Voldemort. You don't say his name, right? So the idea was if you spoke of Satan or you focused your negative thoughts on him, right. that he would appear. Ask and you shall receive. Yes. So, I mean, I'm sure there's some truth to that. Um, but what's interesting is that it's now doesn't mean like an actual sinister thing. We don't actually call someone Satan. If, but it's like interesting. It really talks about the coincidence of like Anonymous Adam and I were talking about Chase and then he walks through the door like, oh, right. speak of the devil. So we mean it in a lighthearted way. But and it, probably the devil way too, I'm sure. I mean, yes, obviously. In your example. Right. Yeah. But it was just interesting to me that it originated from an actual superstitious belief that you weren't supposed to say the devil by name because that would give him permission. There's another variant um, of, of version that says if you speak at the devil he's already by your elbow or something <laughs> right no that's why you can't that's why you can't lick it that makes okay. sense imagine him crouching by your elbow just like oh bitch <laughs> right you and have so, no idea what's about I'm to ready. happen to your elbow i am the devil <laughs> you know i don't subscribe to the the superstitious belief but i think it's there's nothing wrong with like choosing not to like focus on the negative you know there's something for that like let's not pay attention to the devil focus on the elbows that's right. Focus. <laughs> Make sure your elbows are clear. Hey, guys, devil. can we not share this episode because I don't want it out No, it's world. good. It's good. There was some fun stuff. <laughs> Leave a five-star review. It's yeah. So um, all right. So I'm, I'm sure she has some left. I've got some left. No, I'm done. You're done? Okay. How about <laughs> this? We'll do this. I'll read off the ones I have left. Mm-hmm. And if any of them peak, P-I-Q-U-E, your interest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Then let me know and I'll say Wait, it out loud. On, let me get a pen. P. <laughs> it's just a funny little thing. Peak your interest. All right. So I'll read off the ones I have. And if you're like, you know what? I do want to know what that is. Then I'll read it off. All right. So I'm going to go through the list. You ready? Mm-hmm. Listening viewers. If you hear something that we don't read off today, go comment on the blog. And I'd be happy to give you a message letting you know um, what the story is. Or you could look it up yourself. Whatever. <laughs> um, that'll cost you an arm and a leg. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I want to know that one. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, All right, so you want me to go ahead and yeah, just do yeah, that? Yeah, you'll just do that one. All right, so that'll cost you an arm and a leg, meaning very uh, expensive car costing a lot of money. So um, 
That sucks. All right. Okay. So <laughs> this is an American phrase and, and it was coined mm. sometime likely around World War II, World War II. Um, the reference is really um, to the soldiers who lost limbs in war oh. and thus having to pay a very high price. Oh. So like it's a high price to lose yeah. a limb. So that, oh, like that's that would cost you an arm and a leg. There's also another theory too, which is much less, uh, more friendly, excuse me. So <laughs> different ends of the spectrum, people okay. going to war and then also your royalty people. Mm. So it was said that back in the day, you know how they have the the royal paintings or like the guy sitting in his, his little powder wig oh, uh, yes. on yeah, yeah, his yeah. footstool. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So it was said to... Um, that if you had the money and you wanted to pay for a full body that you could, but Oh my God. And <laughs> in, in mm -hmm. the in the sake of money that if you wanted to save a few shillings, oh my God. that the more body parts that you you had in the picture exposed, the more time and effort it would take for your actual artist. So oh. the phrase it would you know, that would cost you an arm and a leg, meaning more expensive or something very yeah. expensive. Because there are some portraits from the past where it's it just has from the torso up. That's true, like a bust. Some, yeah, and yeah. some of those guys too even tuck their arms behind their oh. their bodies. Oh. So like, well, okay, fine, I'll do this pose and don't no don't include my legs and I'll put my arms behind my back. Therefore, a less expensive painting for <laughs> yes, me. But then everyone the knows price? this guy is poor. This was painting. the frugal way of getting paintings in royalty days. Can I get oh. the full price of the full body? Just be <laughs> naked. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of nudes out there. Yeah, so that was a theory, a less a more I guess more fun theory than the arm and the leg of a soldier. Yeah. yeah. Um, moving forward, bite the bullet. All right. Oh, yeah, let's hear it. Okay. No. Okay. Adam hey, said no. no. It's got to be a consensus. Bite the bullet. Got to bite the bullet. I want to hear more. I want to hear what it was. Yeah, I have no idea where that comes I'll from. I'll just make it quick for you. It's not fun. Okay. Are you ready? Sure. So back in war, mm -hmm. back awesome. before they had anesthesia oh, for soldiers, okay. Yikes. Um, they needed something hard to bite onto while they did surgeries live. Oh. So they would either A, as you can imagine, have them bite a leather strap or mm -hmm. they would have them bite down on a bullet um, oh. while they perform surgeries on them without anesthesia. Yikes. Yep. Ugh. Thanks, Jen. Yep. Uh, turn a blind <laughs> eye. Glad to know. Turn a blind. I mean, that seems pretty obvious. Okay. Spill the beans. Yes, I want to know that one. That's less fun than turn the blind eye. Oh. <laughs> but if spill the beans, yes or no? Yeah, spill the beans. All right. So <laughs> spill the beans. <laughs> dating back to ancient Greece, the phrase is possibly said to derive from the council member election process, meaning very simply that they had two different colored beans, often black and white, mm -hmm. and they would have two. Let's say. Um, let's say a vase, two mm -hmm. different separate vases. So the voting process was oh. you took one of your colored beans and you put it inside the vase, letting them know what you were voting for. So at the end, when you want to know what the conclusion is, mm -hmm. you had to spill the beans ah. to actually count the problem. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I, I first thought you were going to go in a negative direction. Like if they didn't want the results, they'd be like, oh, no, we spilled the beans. So it's all mixed up. No, no. <laughs> spill the beans was like the beans have all been put where they're supposed to be. Now let's count and that see what it is. Spill sense. the beans. It's just that I'm dumb. No, no, no. I mean, these are hard. I mean, honestly, stealing someone's thunder. Stealing oh, somebody's yes. thunder. I want to know that. <laughs> <laughs> this poor dad, this poor guy. Um, so back in the day, whenever they did plays, they had lots of different contraptions that were built to resemble what's like thunder and mm. sounds of lightning and things, right? Mm -hmm. They had to be very creative. Mm -hmm. um, and there were different ways that they created thunder machines. Um, but this one guy in particular, uh, his name was John Dennis back in 1704. 
he had put out a play um, that uh, basically sucked but <laughs> in the process of creating this play he had created a new thunder machine that was apparently really badass they're like <laughs> out of all the thunder machines we've ever heard this sounded the most like thunder now his play was was not great uh, amongst the critics and they were like oh sorry buddy great thunder machine but your play is shit <laughs> so um shortly after they replaced his play with a new play and he's pissed because this play isn't going any further. Mm -hmm. So out of spite, he comes to the show. Oh, my God. He stole their thunder no, machine? No, no. Out of the spite, he comes to the show, and they use his thunder machine <gasps> during their process. Oh. And he was like, motherfuckers, it's bad enough you stole my play, right. but you also stole my thunder? Wow. <clears throat> yeah. So he said, "It's uh, here's actually the phrase. Damn them! They will they will not let my play run, but they'll steal my thunder. And the actual words are in doubt, or also is reported as that is my thunder. But by God, the villains will play my thunder, but not my play. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's how the uh, steal my thunder was created. Huh. I thought it was gonna be some guy was doing his play, and then they stole his thunder machine. That and one, then he yeah. was like, yeah. but the show must go on. But but it's quite <laughs> quite opposite. His thunder was so. Um, blood is thicker than water. You know what's interesting about this? I mean, this? that was obvious, right? It is. You know what's interesting, though, is that once upon a time, and it kind of like most origins, it has many different origins, mm -hmm. but but the consensus is blood is thicker than water at one point in time meant that either A, that signing a contract in blood is like the ultimate um, signature mm -hmm. that you can have on something. Um, blood is thicker than any other well, you stuff. So it's like the pact, it right? They also too, which is contradicting to what we believe it to be, blood is thicker than water, which to us means like generally family. Yeah. Yes. Often family. But back then at one point in time too, it was the actual bond. Like ever heard of like a blood brother? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was actually the bond of like a strong friendship or someone you trusted more than anybody. It didn't have mm. to be a family member. It was the bond with someone that was sacred to you, like a blood brother or blood yeah. sister. Um, and then over time, it, it it really more switched back to the family sense of like, oh, no, no, family, blood is thicker than water. So it, it kind of contradict, hmm. con contradicted its original origin. Hmm. Um, break the ice. Very, very stupid. Is it about, I don't know, fishing? <laughs> Honestly, sort of like in the Arctic region, ships would... Get this conversation going. Yeah, <laughs> ships would come in and these waters would freeze and the country that it was going to would sometimes have to uh, send out ships called icebreakers mm. oh. to break the ice free. But it was considered like a, a welcoming because the country's like, oh, yes, please. We'd love to have you. Um, let's, we're going to break this ice up for oh, you so you can come through. So it's like the yeah. they were like the initial like, hey, the greeters like, hey, welcome. Broke up some ice. Come see us. Yeah. Bring us our spices and our witches. They would do that nowadays, but we melted all the ice caps. That's fair. Touché. Buried the hatchet. Um, oh, derives from Native Americans. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. It actually, this proceeds before um, the white people came to America too. Okay. It was, there was fighting amongst tribes and mm -hmm. one of the leaders in the tribes got all these together. And he and another Native American were responsible for bringing peace between these tribes. Mm -hmm. And they, they coined the term buried the hatchet because as a symbol of they would no longer war with each other, oh. they took all their hatchets and their weapons and mm. they said to have buried it underneath the roots of a tree. Oh, so buried chills. the hatchet. Now, the interesting thing is, is that um, they said there was an underwater river 
that actually came through and swept all the weapons away. Oh. And um, I guess like making it concrete that they would never war again. They considered oh. it like a symbol. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So that's pretty interesting. Buried the hatchet and basically yeah. for them was a sign of peace. Right. Um, and then I don't know if it, it that translated into whenever they were warring with, you know, European people, but caught red handed. Yes. That's exactly the way it sounds. Blood. Yep. Blood on thy hand. You are red handed, you bastard. <laughs> um, and honestly, that's basically it. Burning ears. We, have you ever heard the term, like, my ears are burning? Yeah. This makes my talking about you. Yes. What was interesting, though, is that the original origin meant um, every ear was separate. So if the left ear indicate if your left ear is burning, it indicates that there is subject of evil intent or that someone is speaking poorly of you. But oh. if your right ear is burning, it it's means people good. are speaking praises and saying nice things oh, about you. Oh, good to know. I and never that was that, that was uh, coined in I think uh, Rome. That mm. was the the Romans who decided the burning ears was a thing. <clears throat> and um, that's all I got. Great. <laughs> that was cool. That was the end of that. Yeah, I and wonder who won. There. Wow, it's just so what confusing. Is so, you're so weird today. I, I don't know, man. What? <laughs> I feel it's so like Does Adam and I. Thank get, you for bringing the facts to what we do here at our show. <laughs> Listen, that's what I'm, so that's my job. Yeah. <laughs> my job is to bring this to the what show. What he means is thank you for doing your job because Jen did not bring hers. <laughs> it's my job failed. to agitate Chase. <laughs> oh my god, you're doing a great job today. <laughs> it's wonderful. Yeah. Okay, well, favorite. tell me I'm the winner so we can move forward. Okay, I mean, if you want me to keep agitating you, though, I mean, no. I could just, Honestly, just I'm at this point. I've won the so little that. recently that I don't think it would bother me. I'm just enjoying the actual show. Nice. I'm enjoying. Yeah. I'm enjoying the show. I learned That's a awesome. Lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's sit in silence for a little bit longer. And I think uh, we've been getting some cool reviews too. So I think other people. Yeah, are also we've gotten a lot. Um, we're building up our fan base, which is nice. And I, I think I realized recently that um, our fan base on our podcast is actually a lot separate from our like our Instagram and our uh, TikTok followers and stuff. So it's cool. We feel like, I feel like we have this whole new audience that we're tapping into. Yeah. So we appreciate the support. We appreciate the reviews, even for, you know, kind of off the wall episodes we do sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> she used one of the flip phrases that didn't <laughs> You caught win. it. Didn't <laughs> dun, 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 dun. You deserve the win for that. No. Adam. Uh, you win, not Jennifer. <laughs> Great. <laughs> you did so good <laughs> with your side of the job. Yeah, you did. You really brought a lot of good ones. I, Thank you. It feels good to be a winner I think again. it's just that when <laughs> I um, was reading mine, I was like, oh, that's interesting. But then when I came to like actually delivering it, and I was like, is this interesting enough <laughs> to be talking about it? I don't know. <laughs> so No, it was good. Anyway. There was some fun stuff in, there, in yours, too. Mixed Thank with the you. downward spirals was pretty good. So, too. yeah. Started so, with cold turkey. That was and it went downhill. <laughs> hey, I wonder where that phrase comes from. It went downhill. I guess I just assumed it was. Like I mean, I feel like that's downhill from there. Yeah, know. it was. Yeah, I think bad. it's like literally obvious. like walking down a hill. It's easier because no, it's easy. Yeah, it's all downhill from here. It's easy to fail. <laughs> it's hard to succeed. That's your yeah. lesson for the day. You know what's weird about that phrase? Though? I think people use it in positive and negative terms. Like, oh shit, it's all downhill from here. That's true. And then also yeah. in the positive sense, like, no, it's all downhill from it's here. It's true. It can be used either way. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. Perspective is everything. <laughs> That's okay. a free one. 
Yeah, so I'm going to take this opportunity to let you know that uh, we have Instagram and we have TikTok and Rizzle. So if you enjoy memes or funny videos, you can look us up on those platforms. You can also visit SaltyMermaidEntertainment.com where you can read our blogs. And um, also, this is a minor little thing I'm going to throw out there. We wrote a book. So yay! yay. Wow. Yeah, um, it is parenting humor based. But for those of you out there who... I don't know if you would listen to your show with your kids around because we're pretty aggressive with our vulgarity and stuff. But if you are a parent um, and you like to laugh, you might like our book. It's called Parenting, The Good, The Bad, and The Funny. If you go to Amazon, you can literally type in Parenting Humor Book. And currently, we're in the number one spot. So <laughs> we'll hey, pop up. Thank you, awesome people. I'm fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, Is there uh, anywhere that I can click like an Amazon link to? Or do we have that up anywhere? I'm putting it on our website today. I've been slacking with that, but you can also, you know, if you visit any of our social media, yeah, it's on Facebook or saltymermaidentertainment.com. Um, but the only place to buy it right now is Amazon. Yeah. You can get the paperback or the ebook. So, yay! Awesome. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. And remember to check out the blog for all the neat pictures we're putting up for this episode. <laughs> Which is not. <none>. It's <laughs> Yeah. All right. Boom. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Yes. Yeah. That's Thanks. cool. If you. you still like us. <laughs> it's fine. Everybody stop listening. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> We're going. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>